Equip your students with the tools they need for financial literacy with Beyond Personal Finance, proud sponsors of our show. Beyond Personal Finance's unique approach for teens and tweens takes the student on a journey through their avatar's financial future through fun, interactive, and informative modules designed to open their eyes to the power of their choices. In one semester, your student will design the future to see if their avatar makes it to retirement. This will be the class your student talks about for the rest of their lives. Come see at beyondpersonalfinance.com. Hi, and welcome to It's Not About Money, the money podcast for intentional parents, a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. My name is Matt. I'm here today with my adoring wife. <laughs> adoring. Yes, you adore me. I'm adorable. Yes, you are adorable. Charla McKinley, the artisan of adulting. And in studio today, we've got a special guest, Rudy, uh, who's our dog. And yes. And he's, he's napping here on the floor. So if you hear any snoring, <laughs> yes. that's that's not me, but it could be the dog. Yes, yes. He He's uh, he's a 10-year-old dog, a lot of energy uh, until he starts Sleeping. And once he starts sleeps, he really, really gets into it. Yeah, he, he enjoys <laughs> I, I enjoy a good night, hey, too. Hey, I, I'm agree, a little agree. bit jealous. Okay, well, for today's episode, Charlie, you've got a list of six things that you believe that all teenagers may not want to do but really need to do and, and that these activities can help build their confidence and, and build their abilities that allow them to handle the real world. So, Charlie, tell us a little bit about the list, how you made it, and give us some of the items from the list today. Yeah, so for those of you who don't know, I've got a 21-year-old son named Jack. Um, he's my firstborn, and he had the privilege of teaching me how to be a mom. Yeah, you didn't know. <laughs> Full-on I did not know. And you read all those books. I did. I'm an only child. I didn't know, uh, so I learned a lot. And uh, poor Jack was... Um, you had to, to go through Suffer all... Suffer along with you. <laughs> all that with me. But there were six things that... He, uh, that I, I had him do that I really kind of had to force him to do. He didn't, he didn't want to do them. He didn't see the value in them, but once he did them, once he stopped being afraid of them, stopped dreading them, he realized that he could do them. It built self-confidence in him. And, you know, I just think these six... My son, he's 21. He's in college now. He's doing great. And so when I look back on some of the some of the battles that we had where I made him do things, um, they they really paid off. And I wanted to share those with you. And so, these things, like just to be clear, like your big concept is helping parents raise kids who are going to be really successful adults. And so these things are really kind of in that vein of helping them prepare themselves for the future. Exactly right. So I like to say that my mission is to help parents raise responsible and ready adults because that's what we're doing. We are raising adults here, um, teaching them how to handle the life that they have been given. So um, while they're at home, you know, where the, where the lessons are small. And the first one, um, we can't get to all six because of time limitations. Because it's only supposed to be like a 15-minute podcast. Exactly, exactly. Be the first episode be an hour long. Exactly. And I don't want to do that to you. But I will start with, uh, with a couple. And then you can get the rest on our show notes, our, on our website. Also, it's notaboutmoneypodcast.com. So first up is managing money. As this is a money podcast, I thought that we would um, start with that one because teenagers need to learn how to manage money now while the stakes are 
are low. You know, a lot of times um, I travel the country selling my product beyond personal finance, and I get a lot of parents who come in and they're buying it for their second child. Yeah, the second child always gets it. It always gets it because the first one, the parents thought that just using their words and setting a good example was enough. And their kid left the house, um, got a real job, and just proceeded to melt down. Melt down with their money. You know, they went crazy with it, bought too many things, uh, signed up for too many things, got an apartment that was too expensive or a car that was a a lemon, whatever it was. And so these parents always want to do better with kid number two. And so I I really think that it's important that while your teenager is at home with you and the stakes are small, that you let them learn to manage money. And what are they going to get from learning? Like what's a kid going to get out of like being involved in finances and understanding budgeting and those things? Yes. So, you know, and these are things that we as adults, we just take for granted because we deal with it all the time. But kids don't because they're not actively managing their money. First thing, they learn the value of their wants. You know, it's really easy to want everything if it costs you nothing. But once you begin to understand, oh, wow, this is going to take me, um, you know, this long to raise the money or this this long to save the money, you really start to pay attention to how much stuff costs. That leads to some gratitude, which we all want for our kids. And as they begin to know, you can't really be thankful for something unless you understand the cost of something, you know? And so once they get something that they didn't have to pay for, oh man, they're like, oh, thank you so much. And it's really heartfelt because they understand what it took to get that thing that they were just given for free. And then finally, they learn discernment. You know, do what do I really want? My money has limits and how will I spend it to maximize my life, whether it's my current life or my future life? You, you learn those um, lessons only through practice. And so you've got to get money in the hands of your teenager. I remember that even with our son who would like sometimes have this goal. And then he would like maybe work for two months, three months, four months to save the money. And then when he had the money ready for the goal, now he's thinking, gee, is it really worth how much effort I put into? And he would make different changes, different choices just based off of how much effort he'd already put into to securing those funds and whether he really needed that other Lego ship or that $200 pair of shoes. Yeah, that's right. And, you know, Jack's freshman year, fortunately, he, um, you know, freshman year of college, there's a lot thrown at you. And the really the last thing I wanted him to do is take the time to learn from a distance how to manage his money. Because, you know, freshman year, um, you're on your own and you've got some amount of spending money um, and you're around friends who have a different amount of spending money. And figuring that out at the time can, on top of classes and being in a new environment and all that can can be too much. And and so doing it before that time is really important. Yeah, I had a friend when I first went to university, I had a friend from high school and um, I won't use her name, 
Uh, she'd be embarrassed. She'd be mad if she heard this story. Um, she, her dad gave her a bunch of money to go off to college. And he was like, okay, here's, here's your money. And so he gave her, I don't know how much, maybe it was a thousand dollars, $1,500. And his intention was that would last her her whole freshman year. And they, I guess they didn't communicate that well because she went to college and she partied like a rock star. She always had, you know, nice clothes. She went shopping. Uh, she would go to lots of meals out. And then when she came home for Christmas, she had had a great time. And she said, dad, it was so much great. I did a great job in college. I'm ready for some more money. And the dad said, what do you mean more money? Like that, that was the money. And just the, the shock on her face and then having to then figure out how she was going to make it through another semester after she'd blown all that cash. She just didn't have the kind of the tools around budgeting to, to know how to and, you know control herself and kind of discern wants versus needs. And she was going back to school then in a real hole. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, um, I remember hearing this story from you when we were dating and, you know, she ended up having to, you know, because the, the dad, fortunately, the dad was wise enough to say, that's it. I'm not giving you more oh, money. Oh, he meant it. Oh, he he meant was it. like, hey, go go get a job. Yep. Go do something. You're going to have to earn your own way here if you want to keep living that lifestyle. Exactly. Which is great. That's that's what he did. I, I know that lesson really, to this day, is probably something that she's probably out there with her own kids teaching the same kind of thing. So that brings me to number two, which is getting a job. Oh, the kids don't want to get jobs. <laughs> no, my son did not want to get a job. Um, now, he didn't necessarily mind working for me or helping me with some things, but he didn't want to get a job outside of the house. And it is really, really important to have your kids work for a stranger. It's just a different it's type a, of environment. It, it absolutely is. You know, as a small business owner, I will have my um, daughter and son both, you know, help with various tasks that I need done. And, you know, my daughter, she's laying on the floor with her computer in her lap watching Gilmore Girls while she is doing the, the tasks that I've asked her to do. <laughs> and she's great and she gets them done. But, I'm you know, no boss on the planet is is going to let a kid do do that. And, and so we need to get our kids ready for what working is really like, the expectations, um, the responsibilities, responsibilities. showing up on time, being prepared, being well-dressed, understanding the (laughs) the computer system and all the things that they may have to work with in an environment. And then what I think is other value, also valuable about it is you have someone else teaching your child about accountability. That's correct. Because we can kind of lose our voice. Kids have heard us say the same thing so many times. Yes. But when another person is able to speak into their life and give them kind of consistent information that, that helps grow them, that actually takes some of the burden off of us as parents. <laughs> That's exactly right. And uh, I'll never forget the ja- the day the, my son worked for Chick-fil-A and he actually got fired. What? I know. And... <laughs> Uh, you know, I if you could see me, you'd see how big the grin is on my face when it happened because he was he learned a really important lesson. You know, he would come home and he had his um, Chick-fil-A uniform on and it would be dirty. And I said to him, hey, bud, you want to do the laundry? Because, you know, he's he was um, in high school at the time and, and he was responsible for his own laundry and he just did not wash his uniform. And I, you know, I. I 
I just kind of made a couple of suggestions, but I let his boss manage it. And sure enough. He managed it. <laughs> he managed it. He managed them right out of Chick-fil-A. That is correct. No more free chicken nuggets yep. at the end of a show. <laughs> so, you know, for my son to recognize and hear from someone else that they are holding, holding him to a standard is really, really important because that's what the real world is and that's what working is all about. You know, it's like training. It's like training your muscles and Adulthood is, is similar to like a 200-pound barbell. If you walked into a gym right now and picked up that 200-pound barbell, well, I don't even think you could, right? You... <laughs> well, I mean, I, I could, but okay, I've been working sure. out a lot. Exactly. You know, I think it's one of the things Jack and I like to do together is exercise. And so, you know, he and I started doing it when he was in high school. Uh, and so we've gone on a regular basis to exercise together. And, you know, when you first go in, you, maybe you're doing a bench press. You just have that 45-pound bar, and that feels like a lot. But as you practice it, you get stronger. You put more weight on, and, and then you're up to 100 pounds, and then 140, and 180, and you get to that 200, whatever your goal is. But you don't get there in the first step. That's right. That trying to do something on the first step, it, you can just you can really hurt yourself. And the thing's true, like when you think about raising adults, when it comes to things like money or getting your first job, if you don't know what you're doing, you can do a lot of damage to yourself. So letting your kids do that damage and make those mistakes when they're at home, when they still got your safety net and your care, your love, you can kind of nurture them through those setbacks and prepare them for kind of that next thing and that second shot at that same opportunity. Yeah, exactly. I mean, when Jack blew his money... It was just an allowance. We'll talk about allowance next week, but it was just a little bit of money that he learned to, you know, manage well by making mistakes. Same thing with this job. You know, he worked at Chick-fil-A for his spending money, and when he got fired, it wasn't devastating. He didn't miss a rent payment, anything, but he learned when the when the stakes were low here in my house, and that's what's really important because adulting it, it is the equivalent of a 200-pound barbell. There's a lot to being an adult. And you can't... <clears throat> excuse me. <laughs> you can't just learn it. You need oh, a drink, Charlotte. I you know, need a beverage. I do, I do, get I you do. some soda. <laughs> you can't oh just... Goodness. I know. I know. We, and we blame the dog. You can't just learn it um, all at one time. I had a friend who recognized she heard she was on her way teaching uh, to take her uh, son to college. And she was listening to podcasts, how-to podcasts. How-to podcasts on the way to college. <laughs> yeah, it's because just, she kind of like the present that her son hadn't learned some things. And golly, you know, I just didn't want that. Fortunately, they were a little further down the road <clears throat> than us. And Jack uh, was younger. And I was like, man, I do not want that to happen. So anyway, that's what this list is. I'm going to go and get myself a drink. <laughs> it seems like a great idea. <laughs> I, I am CPR trained. If oh, you, like, perfect. I, I, can, I can save your life, Charla. Oh, thanks. Thanks, All right. thanks. Well, this has been a great episode. Uh, if you've loved the first couple of items Charlie shared with you, remember you can get all six at the website. It's not about money podcast.com. There you can download it. You can also sign up uh, to be a subscriber. If you're a subscriber, you'll get on a weekly basis a single email uh, from Charla that has these show notes in it. And then you can follow along when we do the uh, podcast. Absolutely. All right. Well, thanks, everybody. We'll see you here next time to talk about allowance.